Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.
Great greetings, my beautiful, beautiful goddess spiritpreneurs. Happy, happy, happy 2018 again. <laughs> yes, I'm one of those people that says happy new year all the way as long, like probably until February or something like that. Let me know, my beautiful goddesses. I see you all gathering here in our sacred room where we are going to tap into our power, where we know that there is no playing small, where we're going to show up for ourselves, our tribes, our missions, and our abundance. Let me know if you can hear me. Please let me know uh, by either pressing star 2. If you're listening on a phone, press star 2. Or if you are listening online, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, it looks like instant teleseminar up their game. Things are happening in real time. Yes, thank you, goddesses. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to lower all hands so that if you want to raise your hand later on in the call, the way to do that is exactly what you just did, star two. I'm so excited about this conversation today because this is your year. This is the year that you are going to have a clear breakthrough in the area of getting your message out there, in the area of clearing up and welcoming in your finances, your money, your abundance, in the area of building your tribe. So let's get started and let's make magic happen. <laughs> so God is Queen Mystique. I love saying your name, Goddess Queen Mystique. You are the first goddess that I saw here in the room. You came on like 10 minutes early, which is amazing, and I just want to just shout you out and give you some love and tell you that you are already a certified, bona fide success because showing up is half the battle. So I'm going to unmute you. If you are not at work or somewhere where you are unable to speak, I'm going to ask you to please give us a number between 1 and 11. We're going to pull a card to set our tone for our business conversation today. We're pulling from not one of my decks, but from Denise Lynn's Gateway Oracle Cards, which I really like, a 44-card deck by Denise Lynn. So, Goddess Queen Mystique, I am unmuting you. Are you able to talk, my sister? Yes, ma'am, I am. Yay! Hello, hello. <laughs> Happy New Year, beautiful. Happy New Year. Now, if I'm not mistaken, are you one of the goddesses, our Belize goddesses? You're coming with me to Belize? No, I'm not coming with you to Belize in physical, but I can be there in spirit. <laughs> Okay, all right. No, it wasn't to shame you. There is a queen who is coming with us to Belize. You will be there with us with your beautiful, incredible energy. So, Goddess Queen Mystique, please pull a number between 1 and 11 for us to set our tone for our magical call. And my favorite magical number is 11. Yay. <laughs> okay, so I'm shuffling 11, 1, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and I'm pulling from the top card again. This is Denise 
Lynn's Gateway Oracle card deck that you can find on Amazon or wherever, Hay House. And the card that you pulled appropriately is Manifesting Dreams. And my sister, the affirmation on the front of this card says, my dreams are coming true. How appropriate. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> and it has a photo of, like, a bountiful harvest with, like, vegetables and, like, a big, full, beautiful tree. And it's it's really – it's a harvest photo. I'll post it uh, in the both my VIP Facebook group and the Goddess Circle later on after this call. Manifesting dreams, my dreams are coming true. So thank you for pulling that card for us, Queen. <laughs> you are welcome. Absolutely welcome. Okay, so I'm going to mute Goddess Queen so that we can begin because that is the perfect tone that she set for us for this call. That is the perfect energy and perfect tone. Manifesting dreams, my dreams are coming true. So how do your dreams come true? They come true by you doing a co-creative dance and bursting them into the world. You know, there is not at this time that we're aware of for us mortal women, immaculate conception. There is, however, the conception dance that we do to get our projects and our things in the world. And so what does that mean? That means you can't sit around on your beautiful couch wishing about it, wanting about it, or waiting about it. It's about making it happen. And so hopefully you were a part of part one of this conversation Really, really powerful, almost two hours. If you have not already taken part in part one, I urge you after this call, please look. It's in both Facebook groups, the VIP Facebook group and the Facebook Goddess Circle, um, and watch part one that lays the foundation for how you're going to build your business strategically this year. In today's session, what we're going to be going into is your content marketing, what content marketing is and how to build a content marketing machine around what you're doing. Your content is the honey that you put out into the world that your soulmate client reads as a signal and says, ah, oh, she's speaking my language. She's offering, you know, whatever it is. I always use the example of a raw foods coach. So if you're a raw foods coach and you're giving recipes and we're watching you cook on YouTube and all of those things, that is the honey that is inviting your client, your future soulmate clients, into your world. Now, it ha you have to be strategic about this. It's not about just putting out, you know, content willy-nilly, you know, um, although for us as spiretpreneurs, our content is our, it's our meat. It's the thing that we're putting out into the world. It's what it, oftentimes we were born to share. However, you have to be strategic about that content and you have to combine it with a launch strategy. So for my VIP spiritpreneurs, I see a lot of my goddesses on the line. Instant teleseminar, which is the um, terminal through which we are having this call, lets me see people who are calling in um, in certain ways and not some of you in other ways, so if I don't shout you out, you're here, I give you my love, but I do see on the line, I see Goddess Antoinette, I see Goddess Chantel, I see Goddess 
Allison, Coach Roz is in the house. I see Goddess December, which is great because I'm going to be answering two questions that you posted in our group. I see Goddess Keisha all the way from Birmingham in the UK. I see. <laughs> I know my, my British accent is getting better. I think it is in my head. <laughs> I see Goddess Giovanna. I see we have an angel, an Angelina, and an Angela in the house. So we are surrounded by angel energy. I see Goddess Laura. I see Goddess Kelly. I see um, Goddess Desire. I see Goddess Pam and Pamela. <laughs> I see Goddess Janika. All right. So let me get started. So let me first give you just an overview for my VIP goddesses of what is coming up um, this year. Let me do this briefly because I want to just jump in and maximize the time that we have today. And so if you have any questions, feel free to ask me afterward, either in our VIP group or you can just drop me an email, business at abiolaabrams.com, and I can answer it for you there. But right now, as you know, we are into our launch content, which works hand-in-hand, hand, like I said, with the content strategy work that we're going to be doing today. When I first started my business, I wasn't aware that content was marketing. And because, for me, I am a writer, I am a speaker, I am a creative person, I'm someone who, in my very bones and soul, my work is all about uplifting, empowering women to stop playing small, step into our power, step into our greatness, and become the leaders that we were born to be. I was sharing my content, right, but there was no strategy to it. So there was an abundance of content, but there was no strategy. And so that is what we want to remedy. And it also needs to be partnered with a launch strategy. Very, very important. So for my VIP goddesses, and for those of you who in a week will have the opportunity to come on board the Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program, and don't worry, if you're already in one of my programs, you will already, you're already registered. If you're coming with me on the Goddess Pray Love Retreat to Belize, you're already registered for the Spiritpreneur Accelerator. But for those of you who come on board, what we're going to be doing is that you are going to learn not only how to create your own course, but how to launch that course, how to price that course, how to appeal to premium clients, how to build a very strong platform that gets you out there as a speaker, as a writer, as a guru, how to monetize all of your products and the things that you put into the world so that when you're putting out a retreat or you're putting whatever it is into the world that people are, that they know about you, that you're not the best kept secret. So many of these incredible women that I see on the line right now you are the best kept secret in your niche, which is awesome maybe for the three people that know about you, but that's not what we want. We want you to have an, a mass appeal within the people who are meant to hear you. And that doesn't mean everybody, as you know, I say all the time, you know, none of us is meant to appeal to everybody. That's a great thing, right? That is a wonderful thing. But for the people who are meant to hear you, we need them to have massive access to you. 
And so some of the things that are coming up are how to do fearless spiritual selling so that you're not feeling dirty and slimy and like a used car salesman, no offense, used car salesman, when you're putting something out into the world, but you feel like, ah, I am putting this offering out there because it is divinely ordained. And like I said, knowing how to price it so that you're not undervaluing yourself and your work or not, you know, in alignment with the rest of your market, right? And so we're going to also talk about how to, how you do put a coaching or a consulting offering out into the world and what that means, being aligned with your market. We're going to talk about partnerships, how to have JV partners, how to create a summit. Um, there's going to be courses on that um, coming up in the year on those topics, how to create a highly engaged and enthusiastic tribe, just like all of you amazing goddesses who are here right this minute, how to do effortless funnels, passive income streams, how to do fulfillment by Amazon, which allows you to do drop shipping of physical products without having to maintain an inventory, and again, do it in a way that is seamless and effortless. Um, we're going to talk about how to do cleaner funnels. That's something that's coming up as a part of our, um, in the first month of this year, how to do cleaner funnels and cleaner launches. So those are some of the things that are coming up, coming down the pike. Like I said, I just wanted to just give you a juicy overview of what's coming and spend today's time on content marketing. And so if you have a question at all during this conversation, you can either just type it into the Q&A box or press star 2 at any point to raise your hand. Star 2 to raise your hand or type your question into the Q&A box, okay? All right, so let's start with content, and then there is a launch question that I want to get into. All right. So, like I said, the prerequisite for this call, um, although you can certainly benefit if you haven't already listened, is the the call that we did previously that is linked in the Facebook group. That's the prerequisite that you're going to go back after this and do. But right now, what I want you to pull out is there is a Spiritpreneur social media marketing and editorial content calendar that I posted in our free Facebook group and in our VIP Facebook group. And for my VIPs, it's also in your virtual classroom. But you can access that right now really easily if you go to imanifestmagic.com. That'll take you right to our free Facebook group, imanifestmagic.com. So, content. What is the content that you put out into the world? Why is it so incredibly overwhelming why does it feel like, you know, how do you get off of the content ramp or machine where there's a new social media network popping up every single week, and now it's Snapchat that's hot, and now Facebook has stories, and now it's this one, and it's that one, and there was Vine, and Vine went away, and oh my goodness, and why are people not buying your products, your programs, your services, and you're putting out all of this content? Anybody let me know if these are the questions that you're having and what you are feeling in the world. I think content overwhelm is a very real thing, and so that's why we want to have content strategy. 
and do content marketing. And so all that content marketing means is that you are informing, uplifting, inspiring, sharing, teaching with the content that you are putting out in the world, your tribe, and you're also engaging them in a way which inspires them to want to go deeper with you. And so your content that you put out is your gateway drug. It's the thing that makes us say, oh, my gosh, you know, Keisha, the raw foods coach, I love the recipes that she put out, you know, just from engaging in her free content, you know, it has already done, made my my stomach feel healthier or, you know, helped me to deal with my whatever physical problems I'm having, I'm having more energy. And so, yes, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm maybe interested in investing further in her program. And so the reason why you want to have a content calendar or an editorial calendar is because you want to repurpose your content. You want to repurpose it, but that doesn't mean just taking the same content and putting it on every single platform because people who are on, you know, Snapchat are there in a different mood than they are or a different place than they are when they're on Pinterest. And we have a different intention and a different energy, a different way that we take in content on Pinterest than we do on Facebook. And so what I would urge you to do is you should absolutely, you know, lock up your name, whatever your name is, on every platform just so that you can preserve the name if in the future you do decide to have a presence there. Um, but don't overwhelm yourself by thinking you have to do a full-on content strategy on every platform if you are, you know, by yourself. If you have help in terms of, like, a social media assistant or social media manager, you can hire someone relatively inexpensively on sites like Upwork.com. You can very inexpensively hire someone to be able to help you with your social media marketing. But if you're doing it by yourself, you can literally spend your whole day doing your marketing and not doing the rest of your business. And so I really want you to think in terms of your editorial content, think of yourself as a publication, right? You're a publication or a magazine. For all of us right now, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're one of my spiritpreneur goddesses, you are not only in whatever industry you're in, but you are also in the business of media, publishing, and content. It is the world that we live in. It is the way that you will engage with your tribe, and it's the way that people are going to engage with you. I remember when I was in Bali in 2017 at the Abundance Pray Love Retreat, and, you know, almost every single goddess who was there, well, maybe more about maybe 60% or 70%, you know, when I said, you know, how did we originally meet? Like, how did you originally meet me? How did you originally find me? You know, a lot of people had found me through my content. 
And for those who hadn't, they found me through those who hadn't found me through my direct indie content, meaning YouTube or um, Twitter, Facebook, etc. They had found me through content that was produced by somebody else. So a live speech, a live talk, or a live event that someone else produced, or um, a TV show, which, again, that's still all content. It just happens to be content that someone else produced. And so we are all consumers of content. We're all very familiar with being content consumers. But right now I want you to start to think of yourself, if you don't already, as a content creator. And so if you don't have the um, the Spiritpreneur social media editorial content calendar in front of you, definitely download it. It will help to organize and make all of this a lot simpler. So you'll see on the left side, I have the different categories, your blog, your email, your Facebook, Facebook Live, etc., the different social media categories. And now I'm going to just talk about like what to post. What do you post? on each of those categories, and how does it turn into a strategy. All right, so I'm just going to look just to see if there are any questions that I am missing. I just want to just make sure because this is an interactive conversation. Yay, I'm seeing all of your blessings and bliss and your good evening. Hello, Goddess Niece, Coach Roz, Goddess Antoinette. Okay. All right, so let me go into what do we post and where. So first of all, your blog, your website, your home base. I touched on this in part one of this call. No matter what you are doing in this world, you need to have your own blog, your own place on your website that is interactive where you are putting out, you know, your own content. And the reason is that, you know, Facebook, even though you can build up a very strong following on any social media platform, and I have no doubt that each of you goddesses will because you are interesting and engaging people, those platforms can disappear. They can change the algorithm. They did it recently in the past two months with Instagram where all of the people who are following you, only a tiny percent, will see you unless you pay for advertising. Paying for advertising will definitely be a part of your strategy in the future, but we're talking right now about content marketing, which is, for the most part, free marketing, and where most of you, you know, as if you're just starting out or building your business or building your foundation, is where you're going to be. And so you want to have your home base. You want to have your blog, and you want to make sure with your blog that you are doing SEO search engine optimization. So when you post your posts to your blog, you know, they are not just existing in a vacuum, but when I Google, you know, best uh, <laughs> best raw foods Thanksgiving recipes that Coach Keisha, her recipes are coming to the top and I'm able to find her in Google or Bing or whatever search engine I have. Because when I'm Googling and I'm looking for you, all of you who are here in the room as love coaches, as card readers, as health coaches, as, you know, I see my beautiful witches in the room, as I see my Christian minister in the room, all of you, I'm not going to necessarily be Googling your name unless I know who you are. I'm going to be Googling for a solution to whatever my issue is. And you're not going to come up in the search engine unless your posts 
are optimized. And so the really easy way to do that, very, very simple, is to make sure that on WordPress or whatever it is platform that you use, I recommend using WordPress because it's very easy to optimize it toward Google searches, and Google is the search engine that most people use. I want to tell you you can download for free a plugin called Yoast, Y-O-A-S-T, Yoast SEO, that will basically, you know, there's a premium version, but you can get a lot out of the, out of the free version. It will, if you just follow the prompt, help you to make sure that whatever post you're putting out there has the, the amount of words that Google requires in order to recognize content as valid. It makes sure that you have the amount of links within your post that Google needs to recognize that your content is valid. It makes sure that you have a description and a title that Google needs to recognize that your content is valid. Okay, so you want to definitely download and use Yoast SEO. And you want to post as much of your content that you're putting in other places, your videos, your podcasts, you know, all of those things. And for those of you in the Spiritpreneur program, um, of course, we're going to hold your hands in this year and make sure that you know how to put those things out in a way that feels in alignment and integrity and in abundance with your mission. But you want to make sure that all of those things, that you repost them to your blog. Now, it's going to feel at first when you're posting things, you know, to your blog, you're posting them to Facebook and Twitter and whatever, it's going to feel like overkill. You're going to feel like, oh, my God, are people getting tired of me? But no one is seeing your content everywhere. There's a, there's a, obviously going to be an overlap, but there's a different, a slightly different crowd that's going to be on Instagram, we all have our preferences on where we like to take in content. So it's going to be a little bit of a different crowd on Instagram, a little bit of a different crowd on Facebook, and a little bit of a different crowd that's going to come to your blog, etc. Your blog is your home base. And the more that you post valid content, valid content on your site, every time you post, it's a little hit to Google that says, oh, this is a site that updates often. This is a site that, you know, we need to use as, um, you know, a cornerstone site on this topic. You are telling Google that your content matters, that you are somebody who is to be reckoned with. And the way that you, again, the way that you can make sure to get a, a heads up or a, a leg up, <laughs> yes, for the showgirls, get a leg up you know, is by using a plugin like Yoast SEO. Again, it's a free, they have a free version that you can easily download um, that will help you to make sure that you are meeting all of the requirements for being able to rank in Google. Because most often when we're looking for a topic, nine times out of ten, we're going to click on the links on the first page that come up in Google. And slightly, you know, some of us, are going to go to page two or page three, maybe. After that, nobody usually, unless they're doing deep research on something, is digging through the trenches to find whatever it is that you're posting, okay? So there is no overkill when it comes to your blog unless, unless the content that you're posting there is not meeting the basic requirements. And so I'll give you an example. 
if, for example, you are somebody who does a lot of all video content, which is, you know, a very powerful strategy, right? Because I can watch you on your videos, get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you, and then I want to do business with you. So if you're somebody who's posting all videos, it makes sense that you would want to take all of your videos, and it's smart to take all of your videos and post them on your blog. However, if you're just posting the videos on your blog without written content, Google is not going to read your content as valuable as if you post words along with the video. Now, when it comes to if there's a choice between your, you know, because your time is valuable, if there's a choice between if it's a matter of either not posting at all or adding words to your video post, then, of course, post. Post just the video. You know, we all have to do that sometimes. But if you are able to either write something to go with it or if you can go to somewhere like rev.com, R-E-V.com, and have your posts transcribed, which would be great because Google loves words, then Google is able to read those words and know that they're of value. Google is working on the technology where they can be able to read what you're saying in your videos, but it's not quite there yet. And so if it's a choice between a, a post that has a lot of, the, of written words in it that Google can say, ah, look, she's here talking so eloquently <laughs> about, I don't know, whoever's red dress or whatever your site is about, right? If Google can read your words and know that when somebody else is typing in cute red dress and you've written about all the best red dresses or whatever, that your site is the site to come to, then it's going to prioritize your content. It's going to put you near the top, which is what you want to do, right? Right. So a great way to begin your content strategy is looking at that social media calendar that we have. And, of course, before you've done this, of course you know, you know what your niche is, what your soulmate client is, what your main pro project or product or program or service is. And then now you're working back to create the content that is going to lead people into the funnel to be able to be familiar with to know, like, and trust you and want to invest in themselves deeper through you. Does that make sense? I'm going to say that again. You want to make sure, of course, that you are, because it's content strategy, so the way that you do that is that you are reverse engineering. And so if you as Keisha, Kiki, <laughs> if you as Kiki, the raw foods coach, know that you have a 12-week program that is going to get change people's lives, get their metabolism set, you know, erase any fibroids or whatever in their body and have them feeling lean, mean, goddess machine, you know, if that's your program that you're building toward, then you don't necessarily want to be blogging about, um, you know, I don't know, fast cars, unless you're just doing this for the fun of it. But I'm talking here about spiritual business strategy. So you want to make sure that your content is leading us up to your purchase. So it has to be that the things that you're saying, again, you have one audience, one soulmate client that you can go deep with, 
rather than it's like it's like if you you know the difference between having a lot of shallow relationships and having an intensive relationship where you can really go deep right it's the same thing and so if for example you're someone who has like you know shiny new thing syndrome the way to scratch that itch rather than having a lot of different products for a lot of different clients and a lot of different people is going deep with that one client and creating more and more ways to be able to serve them and answer their questions and solve their problems, etc. Got it? Because nobody is, they're not coming to you to invest in their in their business. In, in, they're not coming to you to invest in your business. They're coming to you to invest in themselves, which makes sense. You know, we as human beings are all self-interested. And so, again, your content, the things that you're putting out into the world, you never, ever want to create anything that is out of integrity or is a bait and switch or makes people feel like, okay, wait, this is not what I signed up for. You know, and sometimes that happens when we're finding our voice, and that's perfectly natural to, you know, start to refine our voice and figure out who we are, and we think we're going one way, and then we're going another way, and all of that is a part of the dance. But once you're clear and certain on what it is that you're offering, and it's okay if, you know, once you're wildly successful and you want to add other voices, other people that you're speaking to, that's all fine, but master the master the foundation first. And so with your blog, you definitely want to make sure that everything from when I click on, you know, Keisha's Raw Foods blog, everything there, you know, if there is in the sidebar, you know, a picture of Keisha eating a piece of steak, I'm going to be confused. (laughs) I'm not going to understand, right? Or if, you know, I go on her Instagram and she's, you know, somewhere else she's like a a PETA raw foods activist who's doing it, you know, not necessarily for health purposes, but maybe she's an animal activist and then now she's like wearing a fur coat or whatever. I'm going to be confused. So whatever it is, be in integrity with yourself, not anybody else. Whatever works for you and works for your soulmate tribe and your soulmate client works for you. That's all good. Just be in alignment. Be in alignment, okay? And so your blog post, let that let let your home base be your foundation that is gonna feed Big Mama Google <laughs> to know that we wanna come back to you. And so one of the ways that you can do that in an easier way is if you scroll down, if you're looking at the content calendar, look at where it says Google Plus. So Google Plus is a little-known way to be able to rank your content higher and faster than it would have ranked before. Google Plus is Google's failed attempt at trying to create its own Facebook. So Google, a few years ago, tried to create its own Facebook. It kind of didn't work out. Um, One of the things that came out of it was Google Hangouts, which is the same as YouTube Live. And, you know, some people use it as community, some people don't. But it is a fact that any content that you post in Google Plus ranks faster in Google search ratings. So I'm going to say that again. It's number 23 on your social media editorial content calendar. Any content, meaning your videos, your podcasts, etc., that you post on Google Plus, 
ranks faster in the search engine. And Google Plus, you already have it basically if you have a Gmail address. So if you have a Gmail address, while you're logged into your Gmail, type in plus.google.com and it will bring you to your Google Plus profile where you can change your picture, create a banner, all of those things. Um, and basically, like I said, you know, they, it also has groups like Facebook groups and all of those things. Um, but it really is a powerful way to help yourself to be able to rank higher faster. So wait, I'm going to just check in and just see if there are any questions before I proceed. And again, you can ask questions by just typing them into the question box. Or if you want to talk to me voice to voice, you can press star 2. Star 2 to raise your hand. Type into the question box to ask a question. Okay. All right. So, moving on. All right. So, next up on the list, and I know you're like, wait, I'm talking about social media marketing calendar, and you haven't mentioned social media yet, Abiola. Well, it's because I'm trying to hook you up. Make sure you have the foundation that is right. <laughs> so, let's talk about your email list, your newsletter. And shout out and much love to my VIP goddesses who are redoing our list building challenge that we had last year because your list is everything. So a common question is, should you, how often should you email your list, right? And what should you be sending them? We'll address, of course, in other lessons, I'm assuming again that you have that you have taken the fundamentals of knowing how to build a list. If you are in the VIP uh, circle and you have not yet done that, just go back into your virtual classroom, do the fundamental work on how to build a list to begin with, okay? But your list is the strongest asset in your business. So once you have your list, what do you send them? So first of all, you want to make sure that you are sending them something, because I have spoken to so many of you, and I'm looking at your beautiful faces right now <laughs> in the ether who are afraid to email the people that raised their hand and said they want to hear from you. Or you're telling me I email them once a month. Once a month is just, it's just not going to, it's not going to work. It just can't. Think about it as if you are in a relationship with somebody because that is exactly what it is. So if we're in a relationship and you contact me once a month, how how much am I thinking about you, <laughs> really? Or how what kind of relationship do we really have going on, you know? Like if you are just, you know, a drive-by that every now and then is emailing me, even though I already expressed clearly interest, <laughs> right, which is what they did when they opted in and said, hey, send me your stuff, until they until they, they don't, you know, which is perfectly fine. Anybody can click unsubscribe at any moment, you know, and that's perfectly fine. It's not personal. It's not a rejection. We all have free will. People's interests change, your needs change, all of that, right? 
but they have raised their hand and said to you, hey, I want to know more about what it is that you have. And so I know a big fear of emailing is we don't want to bother people. Nobody wants to bother folks. You don't want to bother people. You don't want to be a nuisance. You don't want to be a nag, right? But again, these are people who have raised their hand to, to be contacted by you. And because we all have free will, when you send us stuff that we don't want to open, guess what? We won't open it. <laughs> when you send us stuff and we want to unsubscribe, guess what? We're going to unsubscribe. And no amount of, if you feel like, okay, well, I'm going to email less, is going to make us not unsubscribe if our needs have changed or if we feel like you're not the one to meet our needs. And again, it's not personal at all. It's not personal. I used to take it so personally, so I know exactly what you're feeling. If you receive notifications every time somebody unsubscribes, turn them off or send them to your archive, or whatever it is. You don't need to get those notifications. The notifications that are valuable are the ones where people have filled in something and told you why they're unsubscribing. That could be of value, you know, and you have to take that information and say, okay, is this information from this person? You know, are people all saying, you're emailing me about fashion and I signed up about raw foods or whatever? You know, so you take it in, in in stride with, okay, is this the dominant voice? Is this what people are saying? Or is this maybe just this one person's opinion that says, oh, I didn't appreciate when you brought politics into whatever. Maybe it's just that person's opinion. And maybe, you know, you have to be strongly whoever you are and let the let the audience fall where they may. Because you want to get people who are deeply engaged with what it is that you have. And if they are unsubscribing, my love, they wouldn't be buying from you anyway. If they are not interested in the things that you have to say and they feel like, okay, this is the wrong list, they're not going to, to, to invest with you. They're not going to go deeper with you. They're not going to be there to help you um, increase your vision as you learn more and more what they're seeking and what they're about. They're probably just not your soulmate client, which, again, is perfectly okay. So with your email newsletter, there are a couple of approaches you could take. It depends, again, on how often you are posting to your blog, but and it depends on what your niche is and what your content is. And that's why I want you to view your email list not as like a bunch of nameless, faceless people. No, these are human beings, flesh and blood, amazing people who we have decided that we want more from you. And so treat us as such. When you're writing your emails, Write them to one person. Be very clear on who that person is. And, you know, if you haven't done your soulmate client work and you're in the VIP group, you know, and you're in the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, definitely go back and do that. If you're signing up for the Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program, you're going to have that. So don't worry. It's okay. You want to speak to that one person and speak to her in a way that is genuine, that is authentic, because we all have BS detectors. We all don't need another email. We all don't need more stuff. 
We're all feeling, you know, already overwhelmed as it is. And we want you to be right. Just like when we're in the audience, we want you to be right. When we click on your video, when we open your email, when we read your blog, we want you to have whatever answer it is that we're seeking. So we are rooting for you. So what that means, that in some niches, yes, you can email every other day. If you're doing, you know, a challenge or if you are helping us to, you know, be fit or whatever it is, maybe that's an everyday email. But what it needs to be, the focus is not on how often, the focus is on how valuable. How valuable is the content? How valuable is the email? What is it? Is it is it something that is able to compete with the games on my phone and, you know, Pinterest and my boyfriend texting me and my kids, you know, and my pets crying or whatever it is? Is what you're saying valuable? And if not, don't send it. If, if what you're saying has no value, go back to the lab and come again. <laughs> come down selecta. Come back again. You know, because what you're saying needs to add value. Okay? So, in terms of what exactly to put on your email, again, something that is of value to your audience. It can be the same content from your blog. It can be a newsletter. So you can save up all of your content once a week and send a valuable newsletter. It can be video content if you are a blogger and maybe you post daily and it's a daily series and we're following you. It can be a daily thing. You have to be clear on whatever it is and be consistent. That's the number one thing. Be consistent. If you are going to post again once a month or, you know, twice a month, it really is going to get lost. It really, really is. Bare minimum is weekly. Okay? I'm going to say that again. Bare minimum is once a week. And so a very easy way to do this if you have, you know, another job and your kids and everything like that is with your weekly blog which can be your video when I get to YouTube and all the video stuff in a second, but it can be your video. Let me post that on your blog with words to go along with it and a content upgrade, which means it's not just a blog post, but now you've offered us something to opt in for your free gift or to purchase something from you um, that is relevant to the blog post, right? So the way that that would work um, is I'm reading this post about this, killer um, watermelon recipe for summer and at the end there is a watermelon cookbook I don't know whatever it is right and it either costs money or it's a freebie designed to get me on your list and you can take that same post and email it out to your list as a post it can be something that becomes a newsletter where um it includes the post, it includes your offering, and you've done an interview with the premier watermelon <laughs> expert in your state or whatever it is, right? And so then that becomes a newsletter. So when you take all of that content now and you're going to post it on Facebook, now we start to think about why people are where they are to begin with. 
People are on Facebook because they're coming there usually for most people, not eight times out of ten, are there not to read whatever stuff it is that you put out there, but because they want to check in on their family, their friends, see what silly memes are going on, what funny things are happening, you know, what's happening in their circle, you know, is just a way of communicating. So you want to take that into account when you're posting on your Facebook profile or your Facebook page in relationship to your business. Some platforms, whereas Twitter, for example, Twitter is all about volume because, you know, the timeline is constantly going, so you can post, you know, a lot more often on Twitter. On Facebook, it's coming up on people's personal feed. And our Facebook profiles, our Facebook is very, very personal. It's a very intimate space, just like our email is a very intimate space. So on Facebook, because I'm engaging with my grandmother and I'm engaging with my niece and there's your content, you want to know, you want to take into take that into account. And what that means is that if you're posting six times a day on Facebook, it's going to feel like too much. It's going to feel like overkill. Whereas on Twitter, it's going to be like, all right, there's her six posts and, you know, it's there and now I'm on to something else. Okay. So bear that in mind when you're thinking about how often to post and what to post on the platform. Funny things work really well on Facebook. Again, let it be, it needs to be integrated with your authentic voice and the content that you're putting out there. Um, you know, so let it tie in with whatever you're doing. Um, Facebook Live as my VIP goddesses know, uh, I tell you all the time, is one of the biggest ways to connect with your tribe and your audience and build your business. So you definitely want to be using Facebook Live as well as Facebook Groups. And the difference and the power between all of these different Facebook, you know, platforms and places is that your Facebook profile, which is your personal Facebook only has but so many. It has 5,000, you know, I think is, is the limit of people that can join you on Facebook Live. Your Facebook page, which is your public business page, comes up in search engines, whereas your Facebook uh, profile, personal profile, does not. But the good thing about those of you who want to use Facebook profile, and again, it's a personal thing. Like for me, I don't use my Facebook profile at all um, except for to, like I said, engage with my niece and my aunts and my cousins. Um, but if you wanted to use your personal face, Facebook profile for business, if, the, if you don't mind your family interacting with you in that way or whoever you've befriended, the juicy thing is that – because Facebook regards your profile as personal, they will show your whole timeline, all of your content, who signed up for your personal profile. Where, like I said, on your business page, which you absolutely need 100% if you are in business, Facebook is only going to show less than 10% of the people who've opted in, who clicked the like button on your page, your content. So does that mean you should not have a Facebook page? No, not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just be aware that the cool thing is that if you have a personal profile that you are wanting to use for business, that you can it's, you can basically do free advertising um, within that group. Now, 
is that group your soulmate client? That's a different question. So what works on Facebook is if, for example, you have YouTube videos, Facebook prioritizes them if you upload them rather than posting the link. However, you want to still do both if you can because if you post the link, it gives YouTube Google juice, SEO juice to be able to further promote your content. Let me know if this is, if you're understanding or if you have any questions in the comments because I know this can get overwhelming and get tricky and it feels like, ah, which is not what I want you to be feeling. <laughs> That's why we have this grid and you make it easy for yourself. It helps you to be able to visibly see, okay, there is a strategy, there's a method to my madness and feel free as a matter of fact to go when you before you even start with this grid to cross out platforms that you're just not even going to engage with if you're not on twitter and you're not interested in twitter and it doesn't feel like something to you that you want to do cross it off the same for any of these platforms here you are not required to be to have a full-on pre uh, presence on every single platform okay now, the benefit of Facebook groups, which I love, love, love Facebook groups, is very similar to your Facebook personal profile in that you can engage with everybody who's there and in a way that is different than on a Facebook page where they're not showing the people that signed up for the content the content. In your Facebook group, the people who sign up, when we sign up for a Facebook group, Facebook will show us all of the content that we've signed up for. So that's incredibly, incredibly valuable. So all of the things that you have posted on your blog, you can post in your Facebook group. If you're going to post those things on your Facebook page, the business page, which is of value, it would be really, really helpful for you to not just post the link, but to take the blog post, post it as a post itself on Facebook. Make sure that you have an image to go along with it because we're visual people and your post is going to get so much more engagement if there is an image to go along with it. And then you can still have the link back to your blog post, okay? Or you can have half of the article depending on how long it is or whatever it is. And then, again, a link back which is going to drive people back to your blog, which is going to remind Google that your blog is important and valuable content. Okay? You see how it's all working together? And so it's not all just you're like in a content, you know, <laughs> having to just create content um, from scratch for every single platform. All right? So let's move on to Instagram. Let me just check and see if you have any questions. And thank you for hanging, goddesses. I see y'all holding on and hanging, which is really great. Okay, Guarda, I see you. Let me. I'm going to come to you in a second. Let me just see if there are any written questions. Okay, goddess Antoinette wants to know, and this is a great question, what's the best way to know that what you're sending is valuable? Okay, so this is a really, really important question because all of us, our content, chances are your content is, is going to evolve and your voice is going to evolve because that's who you are as a human being and your audience is going to evolve. And so what may be of value to people last year, a year ago, 
may not be valuable anymore. And so one of the things that you want to do is basically send like a nine-word email, <laughs> you know, that I'm going to send to everyone in a week because, again, it's not just about numbers. You don't want just numbers. You want the right people. You want people who are engaged and who are interested. Send out an email and say, you know, are you still interested in XYZ, whatever it was, you know? And so, you know, for example, like with your beautiful feminine power um womb womb-spirational content. Ooh, that's a good word. Hurry up and, and uh copyright that, my sister. I think that would work for your work. So with your womb-spirational content, right? Um you could send out an email to the people who've signed up and say, you know, just a, a brief email, again, nine words or however many words it is, you know, hey, are you still interested in receiving womb-spirational content <laughs> or whatever it is? It, the way to know that if, if your content is valuable is what are the takeaways from the content? Does someone come away from it and there are takeaways? So with everything that you put out there, start from the end and figure what is it that you want them to take away from it. If they would just read your content or watch your content or whatever it is and come out of the other end of it completely unchanged without a different thought or a different whatever, then that's just noise. Which, you know, in some niches or some things, it's, it maybe is about noise. Maybe that's what you want to do, but that's not what I teach. That's not what we're doing here. Your content is of value if in some way you are introducing something for us to think about, something for us to feel about, something that is going to set us on a different course, or something that is going to highlight something that, you know, we have already been thinking about or something that we should be thinking about, something that makes us feel like, ah, oh, okay, she's singing, she's singing my song. She's in my mind. She's in my head. That is how you know your content is valuable, okay? And the way to do that is by intimately knowing your audience, by knowing your tribe, you know, and so... If, you know, Goddess Internet, we can definitely go deeper on this in the VIP group. Um, make sure that you go back and you look at those teachings. I think that you did a really, really good job um, the first time, time around with tapping into who your soulmate client is. And you are a very in alignment woman. You are a very, very powerful woman. And so what I would say to you actually would be um, – I also want you to trust yourself more. <laughs> I want you to trust yourself more because you're very, very much in tune with the soul of your business and your, your soulmate clients. And so, you know, let's let's definitely go deeper on this in the VIP group because you have very, very important things to share. We want to make sure that people are getting them. Okay, so Goddess Chantel says, amazing call, Abiola. Thank you, Goddess Chantel. She says, just what I needed to set my game up. Yes, and I look forward to going back to listen to part one. Excellent. Love and light. Love and light to you, my beautiful Goddess Chantel. All right, so let's see. Then there is the question, is there any way on Facebook that you can choose not to see the info on someone's profile or timeline? You can choose. Oh, choose to see the info on someone's profile or timeline if you're not in the 10% that it shows to. Yes, 
the only way to let Facebook know that you want to see more of somebody's content is to engage with it. So the more that you click like on someone's page or watch their videos or, you know, um, share their content, the more Facebook is going to say, oh, okay, she's interested in that, and they're going to put you more in that 10%. They're not going to add on another 10%, you know, but they're going to try to put you in that original group, okay? So hopefully that is, that's helpful. And the way that you can use that within your business and your offerings is be sure to let your audience know that. You know, and that's something that I'm going to do more as well is just let your audience know if you're wanting to see more, you know, click like. Because that's your way of raising your hand and saying, yeah, I want to see more. And Facebook knows, okay, I'm not spamming you and you want to be more involved in what's going on over here. Okay? All right. So, Goddess Antoinette, you are most welcome, my love. You're most welcome. All right. So now let me just, before we go on... Gonna take a live call from was it Goddess Need? No, it was Goddess Guerda. All right, so I'm unmuting you. Goddess Guerda, you're on the line, my love. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, I am well. How are you, beautiful? I'm doing amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad to get on the call. <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy to have you on this call. And I just hung up, I think, on somebody accidentally. If I hang up on you, call back in. Yes! So what is your question, Power Goddess? I actually have two questions. I think my first question you probably answered, it was around the blog and the newsletter. The platform that I currently use for my website, I can do newsletter, but I can't blog on there. So I was trying to figure out like what's really the difference between a newsletter and a blog and how can I transfer the blog content to the newsletter. Okay. So the the only difference, you know, on a fundamental level between a blog and a newsletter is just that a blog sits on a website and is updated regularly in a way to easily be able to be accessed by a search engine. And oh. a newsletter is emailed to the person. Now, it may have a public archive, but our emails generally come to us in our email. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, that makes sense. And so what platform are you using, Goddess, to um, for your business, for your website? I use um, Coach's Console, and it's like, okay. it has, like, everything in there, and that's why I went with it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I didn't have, like, different things that I was using. Like, I have the website, I have the email, like, I have the calendar. Like, everything is built into that, and that's that's why I went with it, because I didn't want to, like, manage, like, different things. Um Right. I'm familiar with Coach's Console, uh, Goddess Samora. I don't know if she's on the line, but my amazing uh, yogini who will be teaching yoga at the retreat, by the way, um, Goddess Samora, she uses Coach's Console. And I'm pretty I, – I feel like they would have a blog um, option on there. Is there a possibility that there is a blog option and you just maybe aren't aware of it? Because I feel like their yeah. whole pitch is – 
Yeah, yeah they, have the news, they have the newsletter because many of us have asked about this. They have the newsletter. You can certainly do the newsletter. I think, um, yeah, they only have the newsletter, not the blog. So, like, you can email, but, like, you, would, like you wouldn't get the, um, the engagement, the feedback, like, where people can comment like they would with a blog. Ah, well, that is just not cool at all because I'm here and I'm on – I just Googled them, and they have a blog. I'm looking at their website, so they obviously understand the power of content marketing because I'm on their site, and there's a blog here, and <laughs> and they have blog posts, and they have, you know, ways that people are engaging with them and through their blog. And so that is really, really problematic, and so – you may want to just ask them, you know, when that feature is coming. That you know, since you said people have been asking about it, is it a feature that is coming pretty soon? And if not, then you may want to if you're if you're not interested in moving at the moment, um, to a WordPress site with WordPress pretty much like a really strong way to go uh, to have your post be optimized. You're breaking up, Goddess Abiola. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's like you are breaking up. Uh, I know I'm here. You hear? <laughs> I can hear you. Hello? Hello? Okay, I'll repeat that. Okay. You can hear me now? Okay. I can hear you now, yes. All right. So, yes, I'm here. <laughs> so, so what I was saying is that um, your way around it, if you don't want to move, to WordPress, mm -hmm. your way around it is you're going to have to create another, create a blog using either Blogspot, which is Google's blog product, which is free, um, mm -hmm. or WordPress, which has a free and a paid option, and mm -hmm. create a blog. And the way to make it look seamless is to make sure that you have the same colors and branding as your website that is set up on Coach's console, same okay. color, same everything. Okay. You want it to feel like the same experience. And link to it in your menu. Link to it in your menu at the top of your page. I think Goddess Shane, you were having the same. Um, Goddess Shane, if you're on the line, I think that she was having the same issue. So this may be of value to her as well. Okay, so okay. you want to use, I'm going to reiterate, you, you're, you in your menu, which appears at the top of your website, do you have the capacity to link out to outside pages and outside sites? Or yes. do you have to link within coach? Yes. Okay, great. So you're going to take one of those links and you're going to put blog or articles or whatever it is that works best for you and your business. And you're going to link to a blog um, that is where you can post your posts and have them easily updated. But okay. I, I really urge okay. you to, yeah, contact contact the people there because they're using a blog. They know the value of having a blog, and it feels to me a little bit 
odd that they wouldn't have that capability in their product. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, so just find out how add. Yeah, but eventually doesn't cut it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think, you know, just find out when. Maybe they're going to launch it in a month, you know. Maybe eventually means at the end of this month. It could be sooner yeah. than you think, you know. So mm-hmm. just find out when when that is. And if you're wanting to bond to – because you're in the VIP group, right? I am. Okay, so – if in so in the VIP group, if you remind me, I will connect you with Goddess Samora, who I know has also using, I believe, the same platform, Coaching Console, and it may okay. be good just to have another another person. Maybe you can email them together or something like that, and say, um, "Hey, when is this functionality coming out?" And it may be sooner rather than later. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right, yeah. but yes, you do, you absolutely need a blog, you know, the days of having a static website, like, that's, like, very 2005, um, <laughs> you know, like, you want to have something that's, like, engage, engagement where people can interact with your content. Yeah. Cool. Okay? Thank you. Yes. So I had <laughs> another question. <laughs> yes. Um, so it was about... Um, Facebook. Now, I I heard you say that um, you know it's good to have a page and a business page, and then your per- profile. So would it be? And you said something that I think like your your personal profile gets like more um, action than the business page. So could you then? How beneficial is it to co- like put stuff on your Facebook page and then share it on your personal page? Like, is that a good strategy? You can absolutely do that. Yes, you can absolutely do that. Again, you know, it's a matter of personal preference. You know, like I don't know who's on your personal Facebook. You know, is it so? You know, you sharing the content there. Is it valuable because? those are your clients or is it valuable because it's your mom and you're hoping she'll click your thing you know it depends on figuring out what the what the what the optim what what is the optimal result for you you know okay. so who yeah. so who are the people who are on your personal facebook profile are they your soulmate client um there's definitely quite a few of them there Okay, good. A lot of them are so like, then, um, healers and like people who sort of like do the same type of work th- that I do, and um, and so like my thing is like I want to help helpers. <laughs> yes, yes, I know we have a similar mission, so that yes, we got to <laughs> get you to win because the helpers need support. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> So then what I what I would advise you to do is since people are already over there is absolutely be sure that you are doing you're sharing your content there. But when you do your Facebook live, right? Mm-hmm. When you do your live video content, which if you're not doing, I want you to start doing, all right? Mm-hmm. When you do your live content, do it on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. The business page. Yes. And people will be, your personal page, people will be alerted 
And the reason you want to do it that way is that if content originates on a personal profile, Facebook can make it harder for people in a professional capacity to engage with it. So it can go it can go okay. from business to personal, but it's hard for it to go personal to business. Does that make sense? Perfect. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Got it. Yeah. And we cool. want your we want your your Facebook page, your business page, you know, don't neglect the page just because only 10% of people are seeing the content. Very soon, your business is going to be in a place where you're able to invest um, in higher amounts in your advertising, etc. That's going to help more of the people who sign up for your page to be able to see your content. So you definitely mm -hmm. don't want to neglect your, your page at all. Okay. Cool. Actually, you need to create a page, but... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Good. So that so that is your homework from this call. That's your homework from this call. Okay? Yes, I will get on it. <laughs> when is that going to happen? Um, this week. I'll probably. I have some time tomorrow. I had a cancellation tomorrow, so I will do it tomorrow. Okay, that see that's a better statement than this week. This week is like <laughs> ah, you know, after I catch up on Game of Thrones, maybe tomorrow. That sounds beautiful. What time tomorrow is this going to happen? That I have to look at my calendar to schedule it in. Uh, I okay. can do that right now. So, okay, so what time? So so tomorrow you're gonna so you're gonna look at your calendar today. And I'm gonna do tomorrow. it tomorrow at four. Four p.m. Okay. Okay. Good. That's a good plan. <laughs> so when you have done that, okay, yeah, I want you to post in the VIP group and share your link and say, Abiola, here is my page. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then we'll all go and we'll like your page and support you. And you'll be off to the races. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, my love. I just, last thing that I want you to do is I want you to go into um, the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood teachings. Look at the very early stuff, those first lessons about your unique guru proposition. Go mm -hmm. over that stuff and just make sure that you're very solid in it after you create your Facebook page, and that will help clarify a lot of the content stuff for you, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You're welcome, love. I am looking forward to uh, being a front seat witness to your incredible evolution. Thank you so much. I'm excited. <laughs> You're welcome, love. You're absolutely welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay, all right, so I'm going to go now and continue with the content that we are creating. Ah, her voice, you just, just so that you know, Goddess Gorda, you have like just such an effervescent energy about you, very um, light-filled, jubilant energy. So you, if videos are not on your uh, your screen of what you're thinking that you want to be doing, please add them. We need your energy in the world. And us helpers, we need helpers to be helping the helpers. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Instagram. So Instagram 
is owned by Facebook, and so a lot of the same algorithm stuff that happens with Facebook happens with Instagram, where they want you to advertise, um, and it's inevitable, and which is okay. So rather than putting out the energy of, oh, my God, this is so annoying that, you know, now my timeline is misaligned and they're not showing all of the people, all of my stuff, it's all right. It's a free platform, you know, low barrier to entry, a great way for you to meet your tribe, and you're going to get your abundance up so that you can easily and effortlessly easily and effortlessly be able to show you your content by way of advertising to the people that want it. All good. All good. All right. So on Instagram, as we know, it's all a photo, a pictures game. However, Instagram and Pinterest, although they're both photo platforms, it's very different content than you're going to be sharing. So Instagram, I would urge and encourage you to have a theme that is related to your voice and your business, something that is authentic, um, not about trying to fake the funk or whatever it is, um, and you want to be able to post consistently. It all comes back to consistently. You know, um, unfortunately, Instagram does very big dips in your own personal algorithm when you stop posting. So, for example, I, for the past week, purposefully took an Instagram break because I knew as the new year started, I'm training new people on my team and needing them to be able to take over some things, et cetera. And so that was something that I knew that I needed to just take a take a pause, take a time out from. But doing so, I knew that when I do start back posting on my Instagram, it's going to feel a little bit more like an uphill climb because Instagram very quickly decides, okay, well, you're not posting, so we're not going to show your people your stuff. So you want to use an app like um, there's a great one that I use um, named Unum, U-N-U-M, U-N-U-M, which helps you to plan your layout ahead of time. And, again, with with any of these platforms, think about why people are there. We're on Instagram because it's social, it's fun, we're visual, we're, in, we're interacting. Um, so, if you're, so your profile can basically be whatever it is that you're wanting it to be. You can have an Instagram profile that is all video. Now, I will say that video content, on Instagram, although it allows you up to a minute of video, and I love sharing video on Instagram, it shows people photos more often uh, than it shows them your videos. Instagram live videos is a great way to engage. I know Coach Roz does live video content on Instagram. I've seen Goddess Damali do live video content on Instagram. That is a wonderful way to engage. Most important is making sure that whatever it is that you're sharing, you are taking advantage of Instagram stories because Instagram stories can help to bring us back to your content if you've been buried somewhere in the algorithm. And again, it's, you know, if people are wanting to engage more with your content, that's their way of, you know, and you remind people to like your content, 
it then tells the algorithm to show it to them more often. But the beautiful thing about Instagram stories is that they just introduced something new on Instagram where you can save your stories. If you're not already using this, then definitely go and do it. I'm heading to my Instagram to see if it shows the name of it. But you you can save your Instagram stories, select stories, underneath your profile. So if you're not already using this, please use it. If you're not aware of it, um, go to my profile on Instagram at Abiola TV to see what I'm talking about. So there's the description. And underneath that, you'll see some little round um, spaces that are really, really great for marketing your programs, your products, your services. And the way to do that is by posting your Instagram live content, I'm sorry, your Instagram story content and repurposing it there on the bottom. So that you really, really want to take advantage of. And you want to maximize on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, all of your profiles. You want to maximize your bio space your bio that's going to let people know whether you are the person for them, your bio that's going to help you to come up in the search engine for that specific site, your bio that's going to give you a link where we can click and opt into your free gift. Maximize, maximize, maximize your bio. Please don't have blank bios. Please don't have a private profile when you're a public business. (laughs) Please. Please, 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 unless, you know, if you you still have, like, a day job and you can't do, you know, both or something like that, that is understandable. However, we're going to be less likely to follow you if your profile is private. So if you're trying to build a public business, a public enterprise, I don't understand why your profile would be private. Obviously, this is a pet peeve I have, (laughs) right? Because the reason why I say at the end of every call, be seen, be heard, be a movement, is because it's not about, I'm not talking about you having visibility just for the sake of visibility. I'm talking because visibility matters. Visibility is powerful. When people see you, whoever you are, step out on the scene with your face, your voice, your accent, your dress, your hair, your look, whatever it is, your spirituality, your religion, your mission, your mantra, all of your stuff, it matters. It matters. It's really, really critical. And so if you're wanting to be a private person, there's no shame in that at all. But your business in this regard cannot be like a hidden factor. You can build a very exclusive business to a very exclusive clientele that's like, ooh, okay, those who know, those who know. But that's very different than being a best-kept secret, which is not what we want. Because just like I was saying to Goddess Guerda, right, we need her magic. We need your magic. And so if something's been put into your heart, we need you to bring it out there. And how beautiful that we live in this time where we've been given this gift, this way to be able to interact with each other. And like I said, a low-cost, free barrier to entry. Okay, so moving on. Oh, let me just say this also about Instagram. If, you know, one of the very strong ways that you can do, you can build your Instagram content, and we have a very, for those who are in VIP and those who are in um, the Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program, we just recorded 
this incredible, my friend Jenna, who's a social media guru and superstar, she just recorded this lesson for you that is so amazing on Instagram. It was the dopeness. It was just crazy, like how to grow a profile. So definitely look for that coming up. All right. So, um, oh, and the reason I was telling you that is that one of the things that you want to also make sure that you're doing is that you want to ask, you want to have content that invites people to con- to comment and to interact. And so maybe you're posting questions. You know, one of the, the ways that I love, love, love engaging with you in our Facebook Goddess Circle is with questions because that's how we get to know somebody. That's how we get to know somebody in real life and online. It's no different. And so if there are questions that you can have for your tribe, you know, just like when Goddess Antoinette said, well, how do I know if it's a value? Ask them. You know, ask us. We're people. We're real flesh and blood people who are following you, um, again, hoping and wanting you to be what we need you to be. And so asking us, having a relationship. Imagine being in a relationship with somebody where they never asked you a question. Matter of fact, I don't have to imagine that I've been in it. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It feels like a one-way kind of thing. And you're like, ew, why am I with you, right? So you want to make sure that you're having an engaging, interactive relationship with your audience. If it feels to you like, okay, why am I speaking into a void and these people are not speaking back to me, talk to them, ask them, ask them. And increasingly, you know, almost every social media profile now has the tools to be able to do a poll. Facebook has it. YouTube just introduced it. I did a YouTube poll with my peeps um, last week, and it was really eye-opening and really cool, asking for what content they wanted, and Twitter has it. And so let's talk about Twitter. Let's talk about Twitter. Twitter was one of the very first social media platforms that I joined a long time ago. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe 2008 or something like that. Um, my friend Tuana, who is, uh, she has a site called Funky Funky Black Chick, Funky Brown Chick, Funky Brown Chick. She would kill me for making that mistake. Um, Funky Brown Chick uh, got me on Twitter. And Twitter is basically like a giant chat room. And, again, certain platforms are going to be of value to certain people certain and certain ones are not. Twitter is very valuable to do where you are um, – to use where you are engaging with other people through using hashtags. Hashtags basically help you to index your content with other people. So on Instagram, hashtags also are very important. Certain sites like Pinterest and Facebook tried hashtags and they were less successful there and it felt more spammy. But on Instagram and on Twitter, you absolutely want to use your hashtags. An amazing woman who I interviewed a couple of years ago, she, I forget what her, oh, V. Tabron is her name. She got a contract for making vegan cupcakes for the United States Army or one of the armed forces through having her hashtags about her vegan cupcakes on Twitter. <laughs> so there are people on Twitter who are searching for whatever it is that you have, and they're using hashtags. And so if you have more questions about hashtags, you know, of course, we're going to teach deeper on it once we get into this content within the programs. 
Um, but if you have general questions, definitely ask in the VIP group um, and we can go deeper on it because hashtags are really, really important on Twitter and Instagram for helping people to find you. Otherwise, you're just talking to the people who already know about you. And like I said, people are not looking specifically for you. You're magical and beautiful and special, this we know, but they're looking for things that are of interest to them. So the cool thing about Twitter, like the other social media platforms, is it can be whatever it is that you are wanting it to be. The one thing that I would say is make sure that you are consistent. Make sure that you're not somewhere, um, the best way I've heard it put is, if you wouldn't want it on the front page of the New York Times next to your name, then don't put it on Twitter or any other public social media platform for that matter. All right? I'm going to say that again. If you wouldn't want it next to your name, because I have I've, I've preemptively blocked people on Twitter <laughs> that I don't know, and I'm sure they've blocked me as well. I have considered people for certain jobs or, you know, opportunities and then did a, an analysis of their social media and seen some of the things they were talking about on Twitter or wherever and people feel like okay well it's just a freewheeling kind of thing and they can say whatever which you absolutely can but if what you're saying is not in alignment with what I'm wanting I'm coming to you for then I'm going to be turned off the same with your soulmate client okay so i'm going to move quickly through the rest of these because i know we are going into your dinner time and mine periscope periscope is a live video opportunity that lives on twitter i know people who have built a built powerful uh, businesses using periscope several of the people in fact that this summer i went on a cruise i was invited to speak on something called the creativepreneur cruise that went to the bahamas and several of the people there were periscope stars i didn't even know there were periscope stars so there's open opportunity on any platform so if you feel like okay youtube is not for you or um facebook live is not for you or instagram live then maybe your audience is on periscope or maybe you maximize your content, which is something that I'm going to be doing with my live video, and set it up so that you're broadcasting on all of them at once. So figure out what works best for you. YouTube. Good old YouTube. Very important. Why? Because YouTube is either the second largest or third largest search engine. Yeah, you heard that right. YouTube is either the second largest or third largest search engine. How many of us, when we want to know how to do something, how to use something, more about whatever, go to YouTube and type it in and search for whatever we're searching for? I do it. Chances are you do it. Most of us do it. YouTube is a search engine. And so if I'm wanting to know how to create a raw food Thanksgiving, and this is within your realm of expertise, and I'm looking for that on YouTube, and you are not there for me to find you, you're cheating me of your content. You're cheating me of the capacity to be able to purchase your cookbook, purchase your raw foods coaching, or your raw foods yoga, or whatever it is that you have. And so I really want you to, one of the things that we're going to be doing, my VIP goddesses, is working to develop your YouTube like a library of content 
for people to be able to discover you that builds very easily into your funnel so that there's a cleaner line between me watching your video and me clicking on PayPal or my credit card or whatever to invest in myself through you. LinkedIn is going to be right for some of us and not right for some of us. It depends on your niche. LinkedIn and Snapchat, very, very specific, polar ends of the, pla of the spectrum, not right for everybody. Know your audience. Um, chances are if they're the LinkedIn audience, they're probably not the Snapchat audience and vice versa. Snapchat tends to skew younger. Um, LinkedIn tends to skew older, but there is an overlap in um, in terms of age in both, but in terms of intention and feeling, there's not much overlap. So know your audience and know where they are, and that's where you need to be. SlideShare is a very overlooked platform because it's not really a social media platform, but it's a place where um, in terms of search and discovery, if you are doing webinars, which if you're in my program, you will be doing webinars very soon, part of your launch strategy, um, and you've already had some foundational training on that, but we're going to go deeper on that in the coming months. You want to be able to share your slides to SlideShare because it's going to help people find you. Got questions on that? Ask in the VIP group. We'll go deeper. Pinterest. Pinterest is if you have a business where your audience is women, you want to make sure that you have a place on Pinterest. I was shocked, shocked when a few years ago when I created my first program and I already was like a Pinterest head. I love Pinterest. It just appeals to my sensibilities. I've enjoyed so much our group vision board and Pinterest. If you're not already on our group vision board, let me know so you can be sent a link because you want to be on our group vision board in Pinterest. It's amazing. Um, but I already was a Pinterest fan. And then I remember when, you know, I had just repinned something from my blog. Again, I wasn't aware of content marketing, so I was doing it kind of haphazardly. Repinned something from my blog onto Pinterest about a course that I had, my very first program, which was a whole life detox, 28-day whole life detox. And people started purchasing right from Pinterest. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> and I was doing a strategic uh, mark without even knowing it. So we're on Pinterest. I've purchased things from Pinterest. I've purchased things from Instagram. And so if I'm there and I'm looking for what you have, are you there? And we'll get more specific into what to post in the coming weeks. Medium. Medium, again, little-known opportunity to be able to share your content. If you are a writer or sharing written content, you definitely want to be on Medium. SoundCloud and also Anchor, which is at the bottom of the list, are places to post audio content. So if you have a podcast, those are places you want to put them. Um, webinars, like I just mentioned, we're going to go deeper into in the coming weeks. And Google Plus, we will we we talked about in the beginning. All right, we've been going for an hour and a half, but it was all we needed to get through. Let me just look and just see if there are any questions because I want to make room to answer the question that Goddess December had about launch. Okay, so Goddess 
Sheena, and I love that she signed her thing, Sheena Jackson Belize. Yes, goddess Sheena Jackson Belize. She wants to know, she said, recommended posts per day on Facebook. Two, three max. So three max on Facebook um, in terms of your profile, your um, your page, which is your business Facebook, okay? If it is your Facebook group, however, you can post as often as there is an appetite for within your group. So some days that may mean two posts, some days that may mean four posts, because once you are engaging with your group and they're engaging with you, you're not spamming, you're having a conversation. And so you want to be able to, of course, like I said, the, the main thing is you want to make sure that your content is of value. Um, and so on Instagram, you don't want to post eight times a day. Um, two times a day is a great place to start. Um, you can even do, for some people, if you have, once your Instagram is really popping, you can do four times a day. But two times a day is generally, like, a good place to be. Twitter like I said, Twitter, you can post ad nauseum, <laughs> and folks do, and retweet, and whatever it is, um, because you can easily mute people on Twitter if they're overposting or whatever it is. Um, and on Twitter, you're posting all of your content that you already have, links to your stuff that's coming up. You are never, ever on any of these platforms posting over and over again, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. You are letting people, you're using education-based marketing um, and bringing people into your circle in that way. Okay, so Goddess Aurora says, the bio only allows one link for business pages, I see. Yes, it does. It only, and I think, I, I'm assuming that you're, ta I'm not, I don't know if you're talking about Instagram or Facebook, actually, um, but yes. <laughs> Let's see. Goddess Keisha says, yay. It's been fab hearing from the other goddesses. Thank you for staying up so late, Goddess Keisha. Oh, my goodness. When we're in Belize, we're gonna, it's going to be good because you're going to be, we'll be on the same schedule, Goddess Keisha. You won't have to <laughs> stay up late to engage, my love. I'm always thinking about you and our Australia goddesses um, when I'm figuring out the times that we're doing things. So I appreciate you being here. Okay, so let me just look quickly. Okay, all right, so thank you for hanging goddesses because we've been going an hour and 40 minutes. We'll only be 10 more minutes um, because I want to answer this launch question. So if you can hang around, hang for this because I think that it will be of value for you, okay? And I see still in the room. If I haven't shouted you out, it's okay if you are on um, – you're listening via web. I don't see you, but for – the people that I do see, I see Goddess Glarida, I see Goddess Shimi, I see Goddess Angel, I see Goddess Angela, one of our Angelas, I see an Angelina, I see Antoinette, Laura, Shanika, Queen, Kelly, um, Nastasia, Giovanna, <laughs> I see all of you here, Goddess Antoinette, I see all of you. Okay, so her question was about a launch workbook that was posted in your VIP content a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't gotten up to it yet, it's okay. Don't worry. We're still in our launch uh, lessons, and this Thursday you'll receive additional launch lessons. So regarding the launch workbook, 
what she said is she, she got us December asking about the section on testimonials. So here's what she posted in our VIP group. Section on testimonials and three to five partner influencers who can help you to build excitement around your book. So she's talking about in the testimonials in the launch workbook where I talked about being able to have influencers and partners help to build content around whatever it is that you're launching. So she said, I have no clue. I'm really stumped about how to get peeps to promote my work because I'm not sure what I have to offer them. The first people that came to mind regarding this have money magic programs of their own, so it would be weird to ask them. She's launching a money magic program. There are other witches. She's a she's a, an amazing witch, and that's her work. There are other witches that might that might, but I don't know if they fall in the category and what I should offer them in return, especially since the program is currently just a stack of notes. Overthinking, I'm sure, but stumped all the same. And she wants to know what people are offering people in exchange for testimonials or promotions, and how to cheat, how do people decide who to who to offer, who who what to offer to whom? <laughs> all right. So the ways that we work with other people, and other people are really, really important in whatever it is that you're putting out into the world. Um, so I'm glad that she's asking this question because this is something really important to talk about. Some of the ways that we can work with others in our space are as joint venture partners, which is what she's talking about. There are different kinds of joint venture partnerships. So. For example, with my last retreat, I partnered with Australian healer Medina, and we were equal partners on the retreat, right? Um, so you can have, like, a partnership where you have a 50-50 split, or if you are bringing more to the table, it can be a 60-40 or, you know, whatever the math is, right, that's between the two of you. Then the, another way to be able to work with someone is as affiliates. Now, I've done this with my friends often who have um, very successful businesses, and I've done this with people who have invited me to speak on their summits and in their programs. And the way to offer an affiliate program is that the people have a separate link or their name is a coupon code. You see this a lot on YouTube. And when people come through them, they make a percentage. So it's the same thing as if you go and buy, I don't know, perfume from somebody in a store, and they make a percentage. If there are things that you're recommending to me, and I'm part of your soulmate tribe, and you're telling me read this book or whatever it is, why shouldn't you get a percentage? Makes sense, right? You can also do the same with other people's programs and products. You can have them offer your program as a bonus. So one of my friends who works with me and is part of my support team for my business has a great program that is a technical program that I think is really awesome, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I want this for my goddesses because it'll help them. I'm always looking for ways to get you past the technical hump. I don't want you to have any excuse of being held back. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay, I would love to be able to offer this 
as a bonus with my program. That is a way of doing a partnership, right? There is also the possibility of doing a testimonial for someone. So you could do a testimonial or a case study video, or they could do the same for you, where you would be on their website or they would be on your website promoting uh, how what a great service they offered, and you would have a link, either a, a link that says, you know, she's at such and such site.com, December.com or whatever, or it would just, it could also just say December um, Empowerment Guru or whatever her official title is, etc. And it's a way of people getting to know her, like her, trust her, right? Because if, if I if I know, like, and trust Raw Foods Goddess Keisha and I see Goddess December on her page, then I have, like, a secondhand, like, oh, okay, the same way that when we see people on Oprah, there's the Oprah effect, right? So in this case, it's the Raw Foods Keisha effect. Like, all right, if, if Keisha likes her, then, you know, I'm interested to hear what she says, too. So that is a way also of partnering with someone. Then you can have a brand ambassador program. So there are many different ways to have brand ambassadorships, but basically the long and short of it is that you're saying, hey, I'm a big supporter of this product. I'm willing to be a spokesperson for it and get paid um, a premium to offer it. And then there are other ways, like smaller ways, like um, but no less lucrative, where when you have your blog and it is getting a lot of traffic, people will approach you and want to advertise. People will approach you and want to be interviewed by you. People will approach you and want access basically to your audience. Okay, so those are the major ways that you can partner with someone. So her question was, how, what is it that she has to offer them? So in all of those ways, I showed different things that you have to offer, but usually what it is is access and exposure to your audience. Now, you may think that your audience is very small, like, oh, my goodness, I don't have the same size audience that person has. But you may have a more highly engaged audience. And also, you don't have to limit your audience to the same exact niche that you have. It could be a related niche. So just because her people in her niche are young witches, it doesn't mean that she can't have, you know, people who are, say, Keisha, the raw foods coach, may want to share her money magic program with her audience. So there are all kinds of ways to overlap. In that way, you don't have to limit yourself. Think about the people that are interested in your program, and you'll find that they probably overlap into different niches, right? So I am, I would be a part of, for example, a niche of people who travel the world. So I may be on somebody's travel the world site or business. I would also be on, on somebody's business of people who are doing yoga over 40. Now, that doesn't feel like, okay, it's the same group of people. But in my case, there is overlap. So those two people could band together to sell me something. You see? So there's opportunity there. And Goddess December, what I would say to you is, oh, my goodness, you're part of the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, VIP tribe. You are surrounded by women who have incredible audiences that are not exactly your niche, but who you could cross-promote each other. And I want you to do that. You have such 
an incredible advantage over, you know, folks who are just out there kind of winging it. You have a built-in tribe and a built-in audience. And how amazing and powerful would it be if, you know, and as a matter of fact, you know, nudge me, remind me, I, let's set that up where there's basically a tree. Let's do like a tree where you're going to be promoting each other, you know, say over the next 12 months, you know, in month one, these people get promoted. In month two, you know, like kind of like, um, I don't know what it's called in other cultures, but in Guyanese culture, it's called like a susu or a box. You know, and it's a way that a lot of traditional and tribal cultures, like, share and save money together. And so you could do that with your publicity by banding together, right, and being able to publicize and share each other's work. So, and there's no shyness in being able to ask because what do you have to offer? Your magic, your beautiful program, your incredible videos, your wonderful um inspirational, uplifting, transformational thoughts and content, the things that you're putting out into the world, that's a lot. And your highly engaged audience who is looking for complimentary content that's going to help them be able to accomplish their goals sooner. Okay? All right. Okay, good. Good. All right. So let me just do one last check. Thank you for hanging goddesses. We went almost two hours. And I see all of your beautiful faces still in the room. Yay. Let me just see if there are any last questions. Goddess Aurora said Instagram, which I think we answered. Um, Oh, okay. She said, I'm trying to figure out how to use the story feature on Instagram. Okay, so the story, the Instagram stories feature I think she's talking about is, like I was talking about, that now you can post those uh, little kind of round, I'm just, I'm just going to call them ad space, even though that's not what they meant for them to be, the little round ad space. So the way that you would post them is it's really cool. When you post your Instagram story stuff, on the bottom right corner, I think it's three dots, that are there. Let me see if I can access it. On the it's in, I do remember it's in the bottom right corner, um, Goddess Aurora. So look in the bottom right corner of any active Instagram stories post. It can't be a past post. It has to be active. So if you post something right now to Instagram stories for the next 24 hours on the bottom right, I think it was three dots. If it's not three dots, it's it's some kind of a dot or a line or something. Click on that. And it will ask you if you want to save the content. And when you click on the option to be able to save the content, the little circle will pop up and you will have the capacity to put whatever title you want under there. So the ones that I have currently on my Instagram profile, I have gratitude, which was a gratitude video that I posted. I have Belize 2018, of course, my Belize Goddess Pray Love Belize Retreat. Hope to see you there. I have my 2018 word. When we were doing our business vision board challenge, my 2018 word is we're manifesting, limitless we're manifesting. And then I have like some other things related to Goddess Temple Sunday, something else about the retreat, etc. So you have to do it with an active post, okay? So let me know in our Facebook group if you don't see that, um, and we will clarify. All right? Yay! This was an amazing, amazing session. Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program, like I said, less than, 
less than a week and a half away, less than a week and a, a week, a week and a half, something like that, before you'll be able to sign up. It is going to be a powerful program. I am looking for, I'm looking to make some superstars. So if you are in that program and you are wanting me to use you as a future case study superstar, let me know so that we can go all out. <laughs> they would say balls to the wall, but we're going to say what? Ovaries to what? I don't know. Just some magical, juicy, beautiful ovaries <laughs> and make magic happen. And for my goddesses who are coming on the Goddess Pray Love Belize retreat, like I said, if you've already signed up for the retreat, you have already signed up for this program. Um if you are wanting to sign up for both and you have not done so yet, just drop me an email at business at abiolaabrams.com and we'll figure out a way to make it happen. All right, my love? So if you haven't already downloaded this free template, definitely get it. It's in. It's part of our VIP offerings, but I also put it in our free Facebook group, which you can access at imanifestmagic.com. I manifestmagic.com and I just look forward to seeing more of the magic that you create in this year. I'm so so proud of you as my sisters, as a tribe. Goddess Keisha said ovaries to heaven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hanging with you in our Facebook goddess group at imanifestmagic.com. I'm looking forward to hanging with you goddesses in Belize. I'm looking forward to hanging with you in our Spiritpreneur Accelerator, Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood VIP group. This is going to be our year. Right now, let's just close with just a visualization. I want you to just, let's just, just take a deep breath and let the air out. Take a deep breath. Let it out with sound. And I want you to write now. We've exchanged a lot of energy here today on this call. I want you to just see in your mind's eye us a year from today. And we are in January 2019 having a call together. I want you to see yourself January 2019, January 8th or 9th, depending on what part of the world you're in. And I want you to just hold your body like it feels in January 2019, knowing all of the amazing experiences that you had, the incredible audience and tribe that you built in this year, your beautiful bank account that is rich and abundant and lush, the ability to be able to put all your bills on auto pay, to be a lender, not a borrower, to know that you are fruitfully, fruitfully sharing your mission, your message, your mojo with all who are waiting for it. I want you to hold your head the way that you will hold your head knowing that you are powerful beyond measure. Because that's not the future. It is right now. It is right this minute in your body. You are doing it. It is all done. You are powerful. 
You are incredible. You are beautiful. You have an engaged audience that is excited about what you're doing. Your bank account is smiling. Your heart is filled with love and gratitude for the amazing relationships that you have in your life. Your business, which is a living, breathing entity, is beating with happiness and joy and pride. And you are resplendently beautiful with the energy that you are creating on this planet. The world is a better place because you are in it. Take a deep breath. Let it out with sound. And for this, we are so very grateful. Yes! All right, my goddesses. So I'm going to just briefly open up the lines and we'll all just scream a quick goodbye and have a beautiful night. So goodbye, my goodness. Hi, thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Peace and blessings. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you all. You're welcome. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. Namaste, my goddesses. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.